You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's True Blood After Show. As much as... Oh! Real this, one. Yeah. This is how it was supposed Ooh, to sound. That's how it should sound, my friends. Thank you very much, Marissa. Awesome, guys. I hey. know, and we're doing full-on 80s dances over oh, here. Oh, that was awesome. All right. Hey, AfterBuzz TV Nation, what is up? We all know that Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show on AfterBuzz TV. It is True Blood Season 5, Episode 9, and as the music sounds off, we all know the title. It's Everybody, Everybody wants, wants to, to Rule, rule the, the World. world. Yes. Hashtag, or other title could be Head Down, Tits Up. True blood flowing. <laughs> nice. You know, I did keep a count of how many butts I saw in this episode. I literally was writing them down. It was, so. What nice. was it, like 86? No, we only had four. Oh, that's disappointing. But they were so sexy that you can count them as eight. Literally. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, now, if you guys are watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com, chat roll, guys, hello. But if you're not, make sure to tune in on iTunes and just subscribe. Let us know you care. Definitely leave a comment. Tell a friend because we really do pay attention. We'll write back to you guys because we believe in making it interactive. So, with that said, quick impressions. What did you guys think of tonight's episode? Over Overview. Just thoughts. Roth? No. Me? Okay. I want to hear what you have to no, say because you had an emphatic reaction. Yeah, I, to this. I didn't. I was. I, I was really frustrated with this episode. You I were. love the show. Mm. I love the content. I love the topics. But I, as a fan of the show, I was really disappointed. Now they've got, you know, well, I mean, we're skipping ahead. But I don't like when the p- person I'm rooting for all of a sudden turns and starts doing things that I don't understand where okay. they're coming from. Okay. In the case of Bill, in this case. Okay. And and in terms of the show, like I know that we're at least we clipped a couple of storylines and and finally nailed them shut. Right. So we figured out what's happening there. But at the same time, I feel like. There's this huge storm just around the corner, and I have no earthquake insurance, no emergency kit, nothing. I'm totally unprepared. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, you're mine. My mic just <laughs> fell between my boobs, so I want you to know I'm not laughing at anything you're saying. Which was I was totally unprepared for that too. Articulate. Also unprepared for that. Articulate. Sometimes very well you need said. a pair of pliers. You just got to get in there and grab them. We. Uh, sorry, uh, you're mine. And he was just. You were so genuine there, but it's so intense. <laughs> Meanwhile, stirbursts falling everywhere. No, it was the mic. Yeah, if you guys are hopefully, if you if you're not listening to us, if you guys are watching us, that's the whole reason to watch our show. The mic is falling in. To my boobs. Into her boobs. Yes. And before, I didn't even do a quick little intro. I'm JC and joined by my wonderful co host. Please introduce yourself. <laughs> How are you doing, everybody? I'm Yerman Gurr. And I am Roth Cornette. And running the ones and two, Miss Marissa. What's up, Marissa? How are you? Marissa. Hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you for the intro. That was we awesome. I love Marissa. Yes. Yeah. All right. What'd you I think, gotta, Roth? Um, I hate to disagree. I actually enjoyed it. Um, I, I have been enjoying this season. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think it's probably for me the strongest since season one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually sort of I'll tell you why I think the thing with Bill makes sense and I know we weren't necessarily going to start here I'm going to throw off your game a little bit because it came up right? Do it. Mm-hmm. This is why I think it makes sense if you look at the type of person that Bill has been established it would not have made sense if it was Eric that's not in his character at all he is not that kind of person Bill is an extreme personality. Uh-huh. He is somebody that's always looking for something to sort of feed his life, to give it meaning, to tell him who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, previously, it was Sookie, and he was sort of all in on that. Eric has always been like, yeah, I really like you a lot. I definitely like having sex with you. This is cool. Bill is, Bill is like an all-in kind of person. You know, if you look at his relationship with Lorena, he certainly didn't hesitate to kill a lot of people with her. Mm-hmm. 
And then he changed. I can see this person now that he's in this sort of crisis moment in his life where he's not sure what's going on with Sugi. He doesn't really know what the purpose of his life is. That this is affording him an opportunity to believe that there is a reason that has led him to this point. There's a reason he became a vampire. There's a reason all of the pain happened. There's a reason all of the drama happened in his life. Certain people are just far more susceptible to those kinds of experiences, and they happen to be probably people that would be obsessive anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If you look at the personalities involved that are the sanguinistas, they were probably obsessive anyway. All I cared about was my career, says Nora. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And then she just switched her obsession. Bill was obsessed with Sookie. He switched his obsession. Well, I mean, interesting. I'm not discrediting anything you've said. I mean, we can agree to disagree. That's for sure. I just, I think my reasoning wasn't that I can't see that. Uh, I mean, I wasn't expecting Eric to be the one that turns anyways. I wasn't saying that I'd rather it have been Eric than Bill. No. I just, for some reason, the way I had seen Bill's character developing, he always made that character, uh, or or Bill, that is to say, had always seemed to be the guy that was that was very smart. Mm-hmm. And he always kind of saw things in, in a big picture format, uh, unlike other people. So for him to all of a sudden dive into something. I mean, I get that he's looking for a cause. I get that he's looking for purpose and looking for things to kind of give him meaning. But that was always tempered with uh, a tenacity and an and, and a intellect. That well, tenacity al- indicates that he's, you know what I mean? He's tenacious. He won't give up. He's a, you right. know what I mean? Like he, and I have to, I really well, have but to if disagree. He was, if he's not giving up, then what is he, why is he giving in? No, he's not giving in. He's switching gears. I mean, that's the thing. I really have to disagree. Bill has always been very erratic. Hmm. His character has gone through many, 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 many shifts and changes over the last five seasons. And we see it in flashbacks, and then we see it through the course of this present time, as it is in the True Blood world. He went from being this guy that's like ready to give up and just sort of hide away in his old mansion, right, Mm -hmm. to being like in the middle of the politics. Then we look back, and he's with Lorena, you know, killing prostitutes on, on with very little sense of remorse seemingly and then now he sort of switched to this and I'm not surprised I, I actually think it's not the writers going off the rails I actually think it's them sticking with what they've been doing with him absolutely agree with you absolutely I, 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 I fine call, I hate both of you now no we that's cool. I can week, hate more than one person getting, it's cool no we were just talking about the <laughs> overall tone so it seems like that this is what's dominating dominating the episode for us it was Bill's turn yes possible turn which even even last week, I said that he was going to start doing... He's always been after the power. Yeah. In, in season three, he did the same thing when he became the... Was it the king of Mississippi? No, 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 no. Season four, when he right. became king of Mississippi. Yeah. He's always kind of had a bit of a power play in... Louisiana. In Louisiana. Yeah. Did I say Mississippi? Yeah. yeah. So we'll get into that in a minute. In a minute, But let's start with the beginning. Let's start with soup. Let's I've, start I've got with marbles this. in the mouth. Sookie, 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 and Lala. Sookie and Lala. Okay, what do you guys think of the Sook- the Sookie and the Scooby Doo angle? I feel a lot of these missions are very Scooby Doo ish all okay. season. Just like, what's next? Like when Lala was channeling, and Lala's awesome because uh-huh. he's oh this this episode I had so many quotes, especially like he I thinks know. I'm Whoopi Goldberg, but just a lot sexier <laughs> and just let's see. Um, I'm trying to find but all the quotes. You know what? Honestly, he was a little bit like Lo- Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost in the yeah. sense of like Whoopi, and I'll tell you why mm. because Whoopi. Goldberg and Ghost was hilarious because she would be like why why are you talking to me Ghost and I feel like that grounds it you know what I mean Uh because he's not because he's not sort of going like you know what I mean he's Mm -hmm. not he's not becoming um, a high pitched speaker I mean I don't know if you guys know some people in your life that have like that are into new age things and that's all well and good a lot of times they'll start speaking in a higher pitch you know what I mean Mm -hmm. they'll be like I just mean that, like, life is, like, all about love, man. And you're like, what's wrong with your voice? I mean, like, it is. And what you're saying is true. But you're you're not sounding human anymore. You're not sounding like yourself. What I like about what Lala is doing and what her character Ghost did was that she was a very real person. She was flawed. You know what I mean? And she was sort of struggling to figure out what, what was going on with her and the best way to handle it. He's doing the same thing. And I think he's absolutely right to be like, you know what? I'm going to charge you 100 Why Everybody's drained him to death and I actually I have had some ups and downs with his transition into being a supernatural being but what works is this 
him being a medium that's running around and like hearing the ghosts and and trying telling them all to quiet down and one at a time like (laughs) settle down you and being Lala um, and he there's something very very believable now son is so talented it's very believable to me that Mm -hmm. he is hearing these people talk to him so is he over I mean there was nothing addressed about Jesus this week right so that I don't think that's dropped I think that's just uh, something that they're going to kind of come back to I think right now he's just a zombie yeah I Roth and her zombies. <laughs> you, you want it to happen. You will not I let do. that go. I'm not letting go. Two things I'm not letting go. Or Molly. Hmm. Okay, okay, oh, Molly, yeah. Okay. okay. But here's the funny thing. I think, you know, there's room now with the zombie stuff because the possible ending of the, some of the storylines. Right. You never know. There's now room to write a few more things in. So there's still a shot for the Roth and her zombies. Twitter Yay! fans, let us know, please. If you, want to, if you want to see, like, Roth, more actual zombies on the show, if we don't have enough soups on the show. So. Yeah. Oh, I give up on letting it be limited soups at this point. Bring it on at this point. Look, there's so many at this point, and there's so many storylines. Why not bring it all on? Bring on zombies. Why not dragons? Dragons, I say. Well, we had the Freet, which which is kind of like a dragon, would you say? Not even, not not even, even a little dude. Okay, not fine. Even not even a little. Slightly. It's nice like try, though. That was a good attempt. In no way a dragon. It was a nice like, attempt. It's not even close it to a dragon. It was smooth on your part. Good delivery. Like but the, Maybe a pigeon would be more like yeah, a dragon. Good call. All right. Jeez. Next. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that, guys. Fantastic. All- even Marissa. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Marissa. <laughs> no, but... One thing about uh, with going back to Lala, and you're right, he made a great. It's I wonder if that's Nelson's choice is just giving it that lower pitch and uh-huh. not going that route that everyone's gone in the movies that you see the ooh mm-hmm. I feel the spirit and like you said people that you know I personally know someone like that as well that they feel things and spirits talk to them and mm-hmm. if you want to if you believe that the new age stuff and she goes into slightly that voice as well so it's interesting that he actually just went a different way yeah so he's always making the choices and it's always in his eyes. Yeah, and he even talked about it when he was looking in the mirror today. I, yeah. don't, I, I don't remember the actual quote, but he was just like, what, "Why is he so pretty? Because these eyes." He is so pretty, though. He looked he looked amazing <laughs> in this episode. He's really well done. So, Silk. yeah, go ahead. Are you guys loving Sookie's this season? I love her this season. Do you really? I do. Why? What? I'm going to tell you why. I will tell you why I love her. Because, like I've been saying before, what happened to her? I think in previous seasons is a. Nearly the entirety of her character was in relationship to what was going on with her and Bill or her and Eric. Mm-hmm. She had a real hard time, sort of, not in the first season. I really, really enjoyed her in the first season. But after that, it was all about her in relation to these two guys. Two, the thing that I think that they did was they didn't make her vulnerable. She was always so sassy, even when she probably ought not to have been. You know, she sort of smacked Eric way too early where I feel like she really should have had more fear of vampires at that point in her progression. And then three, like, she was very preachy. You know what I mean? She was sort of holier than thou and always yelling at everybody and telling them what was wrong with them and blah, 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 like, moralizing. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have morals, mm-hmm. but there's a difference between proselytizing and moralizing and being an ethical, moral person who's also, okay. like, human. Hold on. Um, i got to punch up I dictionary on here. <laughs> Holy crikey. I'm just, really? <clears throat> SA, hold on. Accessing SAT databanks. No. Okay. No. I'm good. I'm good. But what I like about her this season is that she's her own person. She's yeah. Funny. She's, you know, she's sort of like developing who she is separately from them. And I think she's a little more grounded. I mean, I just think she's more of a human person who's got some flaws and some stuff. And she's figuring out in those flaws that she like finally coming to her senses that I was wrong. Like, let's say when she wanted to get rid of her fairy powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And tonight she actually needed them. You're right. Yeah. So I'm wondering if she's yeah. going to finally fully accept this is just the, the cards I'm dealt with. Yeah. Sure. And yeah. I think that's that's coming into play. So you're right. I, I, I'm surprised we hardly ever see. I don't think they're using Sookie enough this season. Is it because okay. she's pregnant? Is, well, probably because Anna was pregnant. Yeah, Anna, when they were shooting. Yeah. yeah, I think probably they had to pull back on her a little yeah. bit. I and mean, her screen time is definitely considerably. Yes. Yeah, because you have all these storylines. But now let's talking about the story itself. I, why I said Scooby-Doo is because I knew something was going to come up like, oh, let's find a magic box. And here's going to be our clue. Right. And it was about Bud De- Dearborn finding her Which parents. Which we totally mm-hmm. called the other yes. week. Okay. Oh, do, oh, I don't think I was here that week. Didn't was we? It? 
It was like two, we- say yes. it was two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. I called it somewhere. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> or, and Jenna and I both were like, because otherwise it's like, well, why did you bring him back right. after four years? Exactly. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. Like they made it. They made that one. They kind of telegraphed that one a little bit, I yeah. think. Did they? Okay. Yeah. Because. I kind of didn't. Uh, I know we're jumping up slightly. I know we can move on to J- you know Jason, Andy, and the dragon, yeah. and Sheriff. Dearborn. Well, it's all connected, right? At this point, yeah, that, makes, those things things kind of connect. Well, I mean, I, I will say this though that I think you know, and this is all connected too, is that one of the things that with Suki wanting to reject her powers and reject who she is is that I feel like one of the overarching ideas in the season or what it's going to culminate as is that there will be a war but the lines will be divided not along it's the fairies with the wolves against the shifters and the um vampires or anything like that. I think what it's going to be, and I think we saw a little hint of this with Alcide and his dad tonight, because he was like, the shifters are smarter, more adaptable, we have a pack, blah, blah, blah. Everybody's like, I'm this, you're that. Mm -hmm. But I think what the war is going to be about is actually like, are you for coexistence or are you part of a group that believes that you're superior to the other groups? And the groups that believe that they're superior to the other groups are going to be the ones that are going to be warring. And then the ones that are for coexistence are going to unite with each other across species lines. That Do you know is what I mean? fantastic. Right? And I've never, you know, because I'm always reading the threads and the blogs and I've never heard that angle. Hmm. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. It's a different way of looking at division. So. Yeah. And wow. I think that's what Alan Ball is going to leave the show having said is that that's, that's what it is. It's what you do, not what you are. And I think Suki embracing who she is, even though it's painful because she's different, is a part of that. So you're saying you that I mean? they're, they're mm-hmm. almost creating the concept of not just because they mentioned that it's going to be a war for humanity. Like, for example, obviously the dragon uh, lady was saying dragons. it's going to be. Yeah, the dragons. It's going to be a war for humanity. You're saying that it's the humanity in this case is not just a hum- like the classic sense of the term as so much as coexistence. Mm-hmm. Correct. And, and, and humanistic coexistence. Yes. At that. Absolutely. Humane coexistence, I guess. Is the yeah. Way to put it. So you think we have a lot of storylines now. Can you imagine if that does if it does go that route? Because everyone's going to be divided within species. Right. Well, within I mean, what other what, what other choice would you I mean, what would be the alternative is the question? Would you you would have to probably eradicate one or more of the species, no? Right. Well, but think about war this. war eventually leads to death. Kind of like the Panthers. where are they? Right. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I mean, this this is the thing, too, is that, like, I mean, I don't think that this is a person, the creator of the show, that believes that species should fight each other, because he's using it, as we know, as, as right. like... A commentary commentary and allegory for our world. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that he is a person that believes in coexistence and, you know, sort of that. And like, I, I just think that that's ultimately going to be his message, because think about it. If you had people here in the United States that's you know, developed a movement to kind of kill anyone that wasn't American, God forbid, Mm -hmm. um, not every American would be on board with that. Many, many most would not. You know, so I think that you have to think inside of the vampire species and the wares and all that as much as they're prideful about whatever they are, you know, it's not going to be to the point of wanting to annihilate everybody else because, A, that's dangerous. Yeah, no, and it's similar to actually what Dragon was, you know, what uh, Sweetie was saying. Yeah. Uh, it was just basically us and, uh, against the world, basically. Right. But before I get into it, I do have to mention Amazon. We got it. Yes. Amazon. Anyone make a. No, there, Jenna's not here, so there's no drunken purchases. Drunken this week. Bur- purchase. Did you make any drunken purchases, JC? I did not because I'm still smarting over the bacon that she got me last week the bacon lip balm and mm. the dark chocolate and bacon. Um, Chocolate bar. I, so. I, I had some of that. I shared it with some people. You know what I bought on Amazon this week? I bought a book. Would I you, always am buying media. Excellent. Oh, what'd you buy? I bought a book called Blink, and it's just basically about um, how our minds rapidly, rapidly, like in the blink of an eye, huh. process all this information and how you make snap judgments and okay. basically how the subconscious works. It's rad. Nice. And, and and the whole reason we do mention it, and it's just because we have a partnership with Amazon. So if you go go to our site, if you click on the upper right-hand corner, there's a little Amazon banner. And what it'll do, it'll take you to Amazon where you can make your purchases at no additional cost. And actually, some of that money comes back to us because all this free content, we got to make some money somehow. And it, as they said, helps keep the lights on. So, we get goodies, so you get goodies. Yes. Excellent. Thank you. All right. Now back to Dragon Lady. I also Lady. got Doctor Who. Oh, did you? Oh. I did. I already have it, but... Now, you're prepping that because you guys are going to start, you and Jenna will be doing, hopefully, the after show of that real yes, soon. Yes, we are. I, I'm, by the way, I really want to apologize. 
I can't stop eating these. Yeah, Starbucks. what is with you? And the, it's like an all of a sudden you're just like you, it's like cigarettes. You're like a chain Starburst. Stop. So I have. I, I said take, Starbucks. Take those away from her, please. <laughs> okay, back to True Blood. Let's bring back it back. To True Blood. Br- Sorry, bring forgive it back. me. No, but I do want to talk about Sweetie. Sweetie, what is it? Sweetie Days Arts. Who does not look like a sweetie? <laughs> I think that's. I mean, I think that was what's awesome is that I think she got the name Dragon because she just liked wearing those like Chinese uh, like house robes. Yeah, with, and it, it had like the dragon is stitched embroidered on the side of it or something like that. I was like, is that why you're the dragon? Because no, you're no, just like no, the dragon no, is. No, I, I, oh, I know okay. it's a re- yeah, it's a reference from the clan, but yeah, I yeah. just mm-hmm. like the fact that it was like a little comedy bit where she just she during an official. Uh, official action of of that bunch. She was wearing like this awesome little house robe that you can buy in Chinatown for like five bucks or something. It had like cool dragon embroidery on the side of it. It was awesome. It looked nice. No, but you know, Sweetie is actually from the books. Yes. And I did not know uh, my, let's see, at Universal Crush actually sent me a little like bio on Sweetie Day's art. Nice. To let me cool. know the differences between, because I guess she was in, she, she was in books three, four, and five and she mm-hmm. was a, she was a cook. She was a cook over at um, Merlot. Right, because oh. as we know, Lafayette died in the book, in the first book. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so yeah. did she take over for Lafayette? She took over for Lala. Ah. So uh-huh. she's not a square dancing champion or anything like that? No. no. Well, maybe she is. Does we she, don't know. Does she, is the part where she is having an affair with uh, Dearborn? Sh- no. Part, no. That's also no. unique to the show. Well, the, okay. de- the, the Dearborn thing is, is um, actually in the books, Arlene is more of a soups hater. Really? She big time and she marries one of the like a hate group guy. Oh, or she gets together. Yeah. I can't remember if she marries him or she just gets together with him. Hmm, that's interesting yeah. you, you brought that up. I want to bring something up when we start talking about Terry Arlene, Patrick, the uh-huh. Holy Freet, the Freet line, because some similar to that line, uh, something I thought that they would have gone with Arlene, but back to like Sweetie, she, I guess, she, well, let's see, I wrote it down that she supposedly had killed 20 soups or something. She had killed 20 soups in the books yeah. and injured like over 40. So she was like a big time baddie. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. And it was cool that, you know, a lot of people have hated this season because they've deviated so far from the books, but right. the fact that they still put Sweetie in. And was a, a, a they nice still bring elements. Yeah. Yes. They might change them, but they still incorporate elements from the book, so people yeah. have something to identify with and compare with, which is still an engaging process. Right. Even with um, the girl Tanya, remember that that Tara it became Tara's pet last mm-hmm. week. The yeah. store mm-hmm. that she owns, Tanya's Togs. In the book, it was Tara's Togs. Oh. It was her store. Tara's cool. character. So it's still tied in. Okay. So because I, I I've not read the books. I've read. I've I try to get as much information from the books to see if it's following. You know, my my little. Little, my little chat roll people, they send me little tidbits, but yeah. it was cool at least to see this because everyone's, like right. I said, has been complaining. But mm-hmm. what'd you think of, like, ter- I mean, Sweetie and Bud being apprehended so quickly? Were you glad that that storyline just wrapped up? Yeah, I mean, I don't think that it's probably completely wrapped up. Um, Bud's dead. But, well, but no, well, but that we still portion of it is wrapped right, up. But, but I'm still... saying the hate group is probably not wrapped up. Completely. And there's still the element of how that all ties into Warlow and whatnot. Yeah. Well, what Bud knew about Warlow and who Warlow, which I have theories on that. But what Bud knew about him and who he actually is uh-huh. and, and things like that. But also, I don't think the hate group is just now done. I mean, I think that they're still out there and still an element. I think you know there'll be mean? a bunch of other f- hate groups. Maybe mm-hmm. this one just got kind of got shut down. But like you said, how everything's been leading to these wars, yeah. there's going to be a lot more hate groups that are going to just pop yeah. up throughout. Well, what I liked about her, Sweeney, and and was that she was a good mirror for Salome in the sense that both of them are really driven by revenge and their egos. Mm-hmm. You know, they're both driven by things that they felt happened to them. Like Salome was really obviously traumatized when she was a kid for mm-hmm. very obvious reasons and then she hated people you know she was like vamps are, have been better to me than people but she also was like I don't want to be known as the naked dancing girl who got the head of John the Baptist forever mm-hmm. I want to be tied to Lilith I want to own my sort of legacy mm-hmm. and I think that Sweeney is also really driven by her ego you know yeah See, you always pick the. I've never picked that up about the Salome and the Sweetie. That's fantastic. Just yeah, because then Sweetie is also you know she was wronged by a soup or, or a ship a shifter who took away her husband and she was left and embarrassed. How, and how was it in, in the books? I don't know if I wrote that if I wrote that down. How how Sweetie. Honestly, I don't remember. I mean, yeah, I just don't remember why she she hated the soups. I'm trying. If it was, I think she was she was turned by a werewolf. 
I, I believe she was she was bitten by like a werewolf that just been turned into a werewolf, which they still haven't done in the series. Where right. someone when you're, during a, if you get turned into a wolf during a flu a full moon, don't they wolf out? Yeah. Well, here's the thing though is that they sort of established because in the book series, Jason is turned into a werepanther, mm-hmm. and so they established in the book series that you can be turned if you're human into a either whatever if you're bit. I mean, they bit him a lot. You know, like they just had him down and they just kept biting him until he turned. But in the series, they kind of indicated, no, you cannot be ever turned. It's genetic. You're born that way or not. Oh, right. Okay. Because remember, Jason couldn't get turned. Right. See, but I think Jason will turn into something. Do you really? I, I hope not. He's turning it. I, 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 I'm not going to say what. It's something that was it was put out the end of the episode when they had a preview for the rest of the season. I don't know if you guys caught that. I don't know no, if I caught I that. I don't think I caught oh, that. Yeah. Go back we'll save out. it for predictions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. So we'll come to that one a little bit later. But speak- and remind me, I'll tell you what I think about the pre- the person that killed Sookie's parents. Okay. Yeah. If, yeah. I've got one too. Oh, so we're going to have a big prediction yeah. episode tonight for sure. I mean, it, to, to quickly answer, like, I really do think that it was a good idea for them to at least nip this storyline because of what you just said earlier. I think they'll just kind of now, as they've established the fact that these hate groups occur, you know, exist, mm-hmm. they've got the war coming. Mm-hmm. So they can now reference these groups. But to actually have one specific group that they deal with in every episode that's directly affecting a couple of the people on the cast, that was going to be too much mm-hmm. for me personally, even to keep up with. I just kind of want to be like, okay, let's. Let's nip this and and move on to the bigger picture. So that's ended up that ended up being what happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually kind of glad about that. Nice. No, no. Speaking of um, wrapped up storylines, mm-hmm. I gotta say I'm kind of glad that the free Terry Arlene thing is done. Okay, concur. I know many people that feel the same way as you. Absolutely, I'm one of those people. And it was cool because if you go to like seasons two, and let's say Marianne, I think you could have wrapped up that season maybe 10 episodes, 8, 9 episodes. I thought they dr- dragged right. it a little too long. Absolutely. And I was afraid they were going to do this with the free Terry and Arlene. Right. But thank goodness that they solved it in episode 9. You know, I, I think I might be a little unusual. In the, no, it's. I mean, everyone knows that I really like the Terry Carrier yeah. character. But I, I really, look, I didn't like the physical depiction of the Efreet. I thought it was kind of silly, like, whoa, ho, 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 smoke monster. Right. But I did like the storyline because I thought it offered a lot for him. And what I really like about what they're doing this season is they're making bold moves with their characters. They're not shying away from vampires being vampires, from like when they're when the guy is on the table and he's crying and he's going to be killed. Mm-hmm. You think, OK, they're not really going to kill this guy, but of oh, course no, they, they are. Do. No, yeah. they absolutely are. They're not shying away and Bill and Eric are participating in that bloodbath, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And so they're not shying away from the brutality of what it is to be this otherworldly creature, but they're also not shying away from the brutality of what it is to be a human being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can't really have one without the other because the truth is is that human beings absolutely are brutal and can be brutal not all of them and not all the time but they can be and they are so I think that's when we're talking about the idea of you know um, coexisting unity people like the complexity of all Mm -hmm. of the creatures they can't have I think it's important that they had the Terry storyline to illustrate the brutality of human war Mm -hmm. of what people will do when they're obeying orders and then Terry and Arlene both because they were like it's kill or be killed do it do it do it Terry you know one of our most beloved sweet characters just shot some guy in the head shot him in the head and that was the right thing to do in his mind okay now did you guys think he was going to shoot did you when when you first saw the the episode tonight did you think he was going to shoot Patrick or himself himself I thought he was going to at that moment exactly at that moment when she says do what is right I thought we were going to be like we were going to hear a gunshot and assume that he shot Patrick and then find out that he shot himself so how was it right I don't know that it was and I think that's what's going to be interesting yeah I mean, I think Arlene is incredibly pragmatic and she's going to be the person that's like, baby, it was you or him. And it's all about I got kids. We got Mikey. Mm -hmm. We got the kids. So you did the right thing and she's going to move on. I think Terry is a far more emotional person and he's going to be dealing with the repercussions of what he did. Because in the end, did he just take an order? Yes, he did. Well, kind of. Kind of, but at the same time, he hinted at what he was trying to do. Is and you you would notice that line that he said, you know, I wouldn't be doing any of this if it wasn't for you. So he he really, I do think that it's some part of his you know psyche. He did think that, you know, uh, unfortunately, killing Patrick was the right thing to do because that was part of fighting 
for Arlene and the family that he has wanted so bad and the life that he wants so badly. And this is a way of kind of putting it, just literally putting it away. I think from her point of view, too, Terry's punishment, like, I feel like Patrick could have lived with what, if Patrick had killed Terry, he would have lived with that better than Terry would killing Patrick. Mm -hmm. So actually, like, poetic justice-wise, Terry's punishment is now that he has to live that he did this twice, not once, but two times. Uh You know. Some more stress disorders for, for Terry ahead. Yeah. And speaking of ahead, where, so where do they go? Where does that storyline go, really? Because it's solved pretty much. I mean, do you bring that back the baby? Does Renee come back? What's going to happen to Terry and Arlene? I hope Renee Those are very good questions. But, uh, but that's the thing is they've left it they've left it open ended. I yeah. mean, like she said, like like Ralph was saying, it's not necessarily that Terry's personal demons and inner inner conflicts are necessarily completely resolved. She he has once again done what he didn't want to do. So uh, you know, which was to kill or or be violent. So he might not necessarily be all like, all right, I'm good. I've I've nipped it in the bud. I've made you know i've i've uh consoled myself and i've finished my work and everything's good to go it's that may not be the case but like you said too i totally agree with you i like the fact that everybody's doing risky things these characters mm-hmm. are doing mm-hmm. things you're like they're not really gonna oh my god they did do they that really is did. amazing that's so that's how you felt with bill right yeah absolutely and, and like, once yeah i mean if 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 for, if for no other reason than than by your theory then i do applaud them at least for doing that that and you know it's that kind of like they're not really going to wow he really is and there he goes i, I can't believe that just happened so they're doing that with a lot of characters they're having people do risky things, things that we wouldn't have come to expect just so we could see some radical personal growth from all these characters. It's awesome. Would that be also in the same? And we kind of gl- we didn't get a chance to talk about Jason and uh, and um, Andy. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And speaking of like shocking decisions, like he blew away Bud, his who was possibly his mentor, yeah. his yeah. hero, and, and just, the guy he looked up to. Yeah. yeah. And well, I mean. Okay, okay, Roth, you may be right. Well, but that's awesome, too, because he kind of lived in Bud's shadow as well Mm -hmm. and considered himself the worst sheriff in history. But this was like him owning the fact that, okay, I am my own sheriff and I'm going to do what's right here, which is if you continue to attack, I'm going to have to bring you down. That's what Dearborn did. And so Andy shot him. So that was like Andy's way of saying... I'm the sheriff of the town now, and you're breaking the law. I'm going to bring you down. Also, though, it was really funny when Sam was like, you're not the worst sheriff yeah. ever. He's yeah. way, like the head of the KKK yeah. who went psycho. Dearborn, yeah. Way worse than you. Dearborn had you beat like, by a mile. That's like, an that's awfully backwards. That's not a great barometer. It's like a but backwards a way of start. Yeah. <laughs> it's a start it's a, from our poor little Andy. You could just hear Andy doing like, that's a backwards compliment, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how he said the thanks, Sam, was that that was the subtext. Did you guys not find that there was some of the best dialogue on that? We were saying this earlier. I mean, there was some hilarity ensuing on this. Absolutely, episode. even um, and even stuff that wasn't said. Even like, let's say Tara and Pam. Yes. When and I know I, I'm glad we didn't have it on the board, but we have to talk yeah. about Tara and Pam. Yeah. Yes. We know for some reason I think you really is it you or Jenna that really loves Tara. I well or, no I mean, no Pam. no I adore Pam and I was I've been really rooting for Pam and Tara mm-hmm. to sort of find their rhythm as as the maker and makey and I think they're start it's look they're person they're like prickly people both mm-hmm. of them uh-huh. so it's going to be a little push pull but I loved what Pam did for her last week and I think that Tara running over to see right. if she's okay was great to, mm-hmm. yeah to sit but to squat by her and make sure that she's all right and so now there's a new sheriff in town I do not like him well, I think that's kind of the point but I mean yeah he's boy that's a greasy monkey right there I do <laughs> who appointed him he said the authority. He said the authority so and the Salome. monarchs. Salome. Okay, Salome. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know if it was just someone just appointing himself as the sheriff. Oh, like no. chaos is. Yeah, no, no, no. He said the monarchs have uh, have you know made no, it. No, he said so, the the, um, the authority. Well, no, I'm saying oh, he's yeah. saying that the monarchs are are now allowing public feedings, right. and the authority has appointed me sheriff of District Five. Right. So, I was like, wow, okay. Well, because of course, I mean, this Salome's plan is to abolish mainstreaming. So the after they're blowing up the True Blood factories, maniacal plan. <laughs> um, the next step would to be to put in a puppet government, people yeah. that are going to, you know, go by her rules, which are sanguinista. Yeah, so yeah, Slash is now the new sheriff of District 5, <laughs> and yes. that dude, I swear, oh, he, he, I, I swear he, he was going to pull out a Slash. freaking... No, but I, I, of course he does. Like, <laughs> he should be so honored to be, exactly. like, even liking the same ballpark as Slash, but I just half expected me, like, I'd like to break out a quick song for everybody. Like, that dude looks like a seriously, he's just like rocker hair. He also didn't look scary. I yeah. mean, I, I, I that's kind of what bugged me. I was 
like, I know that guy did not just take Pam down. I know he didn't. Well, that was the, well, that's one of the best things about Eric, even when he was sheriff, was that you he see, he looked like a Nordic god. Mm-hmm. You know, like blonde hair, clear face. He, he almost had like boy looks. He doesn't have like an extremely uh, you know hardened face as as uh, as, as a character. Like but a man, nonetheless. But he, but you, dude, from the first moment he came on, you're like, I probably shouldn't mess with this guy. I mean, exactly. you, you bought the Viking mm-hmm. bit, hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. This Still guy a is the Viking po- after all yeah. these years. Yeah, exactly. Still a Viking after all these years. This that you totally buy that. This guy is like the guy that was put in a in a. He's a small fish in a really big pond. Yeah, who better go? Keep on slaughtering people in he's the name gonna of God. La- he's going to last two and a half episodes. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That I think, guy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Eric's going to be like, what are you doing in <laughs> yeah. my chair? Yeah. He's an afterthought. Yeah. Wait, okay, so speaking speaking of um, sort of people and their maker and makey and, and the progeny and all of that, how, what do you guys think of Eric trying to save his sister? I love, I mean, I love, this is what I was saying before. I love that Eric is the one that's like, because it's so in his character to say, I, in a sense, I, I sort of wish I could believe like you do. I, I would like to be that person that mm-hmm. could have that, but I can't because he's just way too practical. You know, he and Pam are very much the same in the sense that they are for themselves, they're for cash. They're for power, they're for fun, they're for good times, and then they're for a very small group of people. And for Pam, it's like Eric and that's it. Mm -hmm. Maybe not Tara. But Eric, it's like, you know, Godric, Sookie, a little bit Bill, his sister. These are the people that he considers his and he'll – and fuck everybody else. Do you think really Bill? I mean, this season, perhaps, but – I think he was think seriously Bill, let that like at that I end scene. Those, that look was the. Are okay. you? I mean, at some level, and and I totally agree with you. I think bottom line is someone like Eric and these people that live forever. There's a of all those things that he wants to accomplish. Number one, survival. Yeah. So obviously, these people at the end of the day have always come to know that people come and go, but. I have to keep going somehow and I yeah. have to survive. So they do trust like a very small group of people, yes. which, which they get very close to. So it's I definitely think it's, you know, he when Bill goes that way, Eric didn't know what because I mean, as much as they've clashed, I think they understand and have an appreciation for the fact that they are both survivors. Yes. Eric just fundamentally doesn't understand why Bill is choosing to survive via that path. Well, I think, too, that I i mean, I think that they have a fun kind of like frenemy relationship. Yeah. But they've known each other a really long time and they do have that rapport. And I think that over the course of the last season or so that he's grown in a weird way they bonded over the Suki thing and, mm-hmm. and he's kind of even grown oddly closer to his front of me um, and I do think he counts him in that circle I think he wanted because the thing is when Molly who I still hope is Lilith when Molly looked at Eric and said we can't wait for Bill he looked at her like bitch please we're gonna wait like he better but if it had gotten really critical he would have left you know because that's who Eric is that's hmm. his character it sounds like we've already yeah we're just shifting we're shifting into the authority but yeah. before we fully dive into it let's just take a real quick commercial break and we'll come back with the authority and our jam-packed predictions <laughs> you're watching After Buzz TV hey there good buddies the handle's Willie Bear I'm a truck driving man but I'm not that old school kind of truck driving man no I like to listen to podcasts while I'm driving through these great United States states of ours and my favorite podcasts in the world are from after buzz tv and why because <laughs> after buzz tv is like a post-game wrap-up show for all your favorite tv shows like jersey shore dancing with the stars mad men and a whole truckload more i like listening to my gossip girl podcast catching up with all my fellow fans and getting all the latest news and gossip you know i got some strong opinions and after buzz tv lets me share those opinions with thousands of other listeners what a feeling. I used to doze off on those lonely stretches of road. And don't worry, I got the cruise control. But now I'm wide awake and listening to all the AfterBuzz TV goodness. <laughs> Check them out. Give them a holler. And tell them the old woolly bear sent you. I believe we're back. I, we are back. <laughs> so we just got an awesome tweet, you guys. And I have to tell you, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So this Ditto. Are you? Yeah, I have a time yeah. turner in my Ditto. bag. Are you? Yes. I literally nice. have a time turner in my bag at all times. That's awesome. <laughs> no, it's scary, but it's true. But so we just got this tweet that says it's going to be the final battle in Harry Potter. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. 
But how will they determine that? You know, what do you mean? Like, are you talking about season six or season nine? Oh, you mean, okay, so when will it be? Yeah. I think what they're leading into is setting up a war that will play out next season. Next season. Yeah, I would totally give it. Damn yeah. it, Roth. I think that I think the war is going to last more than one season. <laughs> oh, you do? I think it's going to be like the, the last chapter of the show. Like, okay. it's going to be like... Maybe two, maybe uh, three would be a bit much, but I mean, no, I don't know. I mean, it's a war; you can make it last. Because the show's been kind of kind of formulaic, where every yeah. season there's one baddie, and we're done, and then we mm-hmm. move on to the next year. I'm sure we have a few storylines that kind of carry it through, but yeah. I think we need one long, just one big, massive battle that resolves everything. Well, I don't I like know. If, I don't know. I mean, there's three episodes left. We've got mm-hmm. Russell Edgington and Salome. These two are huge characters and huge antagonists. Yeah. How are they going to get rid of both those people They're in not. the last three episodes? It's not going to happen. They're not going to get rid of Russell. Frankly speaking, if you if you've already been able to draw out an entire season on Russell Edgington alone, you're not going to be able to do that and Salome in yet another season and bang that out. You're you're probably going to, like you said, it need at least a season if you decide to go this route again and just make that that uh, war the kind of underbelly of. Okay. You know, consequent seasons. Well, if we're going to throw that in, then I was going to save this for predictions, even though it's not a prediction. It's just doing a little, like, a little sleuthing around. Mm -hmm. Is that even a word? Sure. Uh, Roman could be back. How how do you figure? I looked on IMDb, and he's slated for being on this season for nine episodes. Uh, well, flashbacks. I mean, he, him, and Russell Edgington flashbacks. have known each other since Darn the it. Renaissance. Yeah, you know, he's flashbacks. like you were a you were a, a, a conceited or not a conceited. You were a what's the heck? The something. It's like you were a conceited bastard in the Renaissance. And you still are one now. So they've known each other for hundreds of years. So you think there's gonna be a flashback every single episode? Because we've only got three episodes left. I don't know. That's a really good. That's, that's what a I'm good saying. Question. That's a good question. So I'm, I, or maybe he's Warlow. I don't know. Or IMDb could be wrong. What? Right. Okay. Or and he could be Warlow. Yeah, like I, I think it could be Warlow. But Jesus, yeah. that blew my mind. Just then. I, I literally just... had to stop for a second. I was like, oh my god. But let's uh, let, before we get it, we got to talk about the werewolves. We, yeah, we, yes. we didn't get a chance to really talk about Martha and how awesome she's winning me over, just like Love Pam her. did the first half of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I never know what where she's going to go. Yeah, honestly, Love I th- her. I thought she was going to be the leader of the dra- of the shift hating group. Somehow, I thought yeah. she was going to be tied into him. Obviously, way wrong with that. Yeah. Now, she she's needs her Emma back. She lost yeah, Emma. And, I know. Well, I thought she was probably going to like do what has to be done as far as the pack is concerned and fall in, but she didn't fall in. No. She said no to the vampire blood. Yeah. So again, a kind of twist twist that I didn't expect. Well, I thought it was so pathetic looking when they were all kind of like kneeling down mm-hmm. for Russell's blood. I really thought it was so pathetic, and I think. You know, Russell, it shows how Russell sort of views everyone that's not Russell, basically. But also, Steve Newland and Russell called it. You totally called it in episode one, JC. Bing, bing. Um, I I feel like that was really pathetic. But I think that the big result of that is going to be, besides Elsie going to unite with his dad, Mm -hmm. who they, did anybody want him to break out into the Terminator run? (laughs) Is that just me? But his. With with the Warlow and now the Terminator, because Warlow has that little, it looks like a little that liquid metal look. He was the T1000. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, good. Liquid metal T1000. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. No, we're we're there. So I, I feel like they established that his dad has fallen off the track, but that at one point was a strong wolf leader mm-hmm. and that he, Alcide, is going to go to him, sort of a broken man, to come back, to get some strength and come back and fight what's going on, the corruption in this pack. But Luna is going to lose her, her shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's going to lose it. And I feel like she's going to start um, skinwalking like against her will because she's going to go psychotic. I actually have expected missing. to do that while she was beating up Sweetie. No, but think about how she's going to get now that she's gone, that vampires right. have her. Right. Wow. Yeah. I yeah, because I still don't understand why she started shifting like Tommy did in season four. Yeah. Why, she just inexplicably started shifting. It w- I think that her emotions got to such a height. Because, I mean, like, imagine you got shot, You somebody tried to shoot your kid. Her emotions got so heightened that she lost control. Yeah. So that backs up what you just said. So, yeah, yeah. when she finds out that, that uh, Martha lost well, not lost, but when uh, Russell took, took Emma, took it. By the way, that, that dog is so cute. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, she'll <laughs> lose it. But you know, it's it's interesting. I, I actually think that Alcide is going to help his father just as much as his father will, because obviously, so his father is set up as the man who taught Alcide what like what how the is. world works. Mm-hmm. You know, like his moral code, his his do the right thing at a, uh, you know center is from his father, who at one point was obviously a very noble man. So I I, th- I would like to see his father and Alcide together bring themselves back. 
into, you know, maybe they're going to create their own pack. I'm not exactly sure. They're both obviously abjured. They're both lone mm-hmm. wolves, apparently, or lone wolves, sorry. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how both those characters come back uh, yeah. and find their way. And maybe even, like you said, it was a really interesting depiction, like you said, with Russell, his hand was down. It wasn't even like he bit his hand mm-hmm. and offered it, you know, like uh, wrist up, so to speak, so to drink from me. He obviously, I actually think that was an interesting choice. If it does end up being a choice from an acting point of view, it was really interesting to see him like just cut his wrist and then put his hand, you know, mm-hmm. facing the palm down as if to say, you are my subjects. You may drink from my dripping blood. Not even like come get it like, I don't know how, what would be a dignified way of doing it but that was definitely the least dignified way I could think of and that was a really interesting shot of just seeing them all kind of after JD has preached about how he's going to bring the glory back to the pack Mm -hmm. that he's sitting there just like you know uh, not certainly not like a baby chirping getting like the regurgitated food from the mom well I think okay no I was going to say just backing up what you've been you said a few minutes ago about being the puppet master JD is nothing but just a a puppet pack leader Yeah. yeah he is and then I think too you know we've been saying that this whole season is about you know lineage and parents and children and and family so this is Alcide reconciling with his lineage which I think he took a lot of pride in when he was a kid Mm -hmm. and then whatever went astray and now he's going to kind of reclaim that pride in order to go I don't think they're going to form their own pack I think they're going to go take down this pack leader and get that pack back in order that's Mm -hmm. what they're going to do yeah it'll be plus um, he's got his little girlfriend Alcide oh yeah and where was she she wasn't wasn't there well she might have been but I don't remember her getting any screen time there I didn't yeah. Really see her in that bunch. She, was she a, may not have been. She wasn't drinking the blood I either. I didn't see so. her drinking the blood. So we'll see. I, I just can't wait. I, I I'm excited to see. I'm finally excited to see Martha. I want to see what she does next. Every now, I'm I'm, I'm hooked. Like with Pam, first half of the season. So let's get to the moment we've been waiting for. The authority. I find authority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So let let me ask you a question. What did you think about the Bill Salome <laughs> Lilith <laughs> Suki love quadrang triangle? <laughs> okay. Let me. I'm gonna take a, wow. a take off my True Blood super fan hat off for a second and just say, as a man fan, awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Sorry, just had to say that. Just. <laughs> I'm sorry. Just I, I, it was two two butt counts out of the four there. You know, yeah. it was Lilith and um, Salome. But okay, I don't think Lilith exists. I don't think she does either. That's well, not that girl. Not that. The, I, not the Bill saw. That, she's the hallucination. You guys. She's think. the hallucination. She gotcha. she is fairy blood. Oh well, I think that the blood in the vial. Is fairy blood. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, what did you all think was But I think the, Lilith exists. One thing I would, don't know if I was too clear on, oh, at the yeah. very end of that scene, Bill touches his finger to his teeth and looks at the blood. Yes. What did you think is going on there? Yes. Go, um, go, go. JC Rubio in the back. Yes, yes. Okay. I think he's not as bad as we think he is. You know, we think he's playing the baddie. Mm-hmm. I think he's pulling a very a, a dark knight move, a move here, where he's playing it super close to the vest, where not even he can't nice even tell reference. Eric. He can't tell Eric. He can't tell anyone. And right then, that's the moment he knew that Sa- that Lilith doesn't exist. He licked it. He's, that's that's that when blood. he realized it's, it's a hallucination. The same blood. Because it's Suki's blood. Yes. It's like Suki's blood. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Let's be clear. That's so, why Suki showed up in his hallucination. Okay, so to be clear, okay. you guys are saying he realized it's hallucination and that it's fairy blood because yes. why else would he have vision, envisioned Suki in okay. that same... Yes. So, so, ladies and gentlemen, listen up. Yeah, I think no, no, no. Now it's funny because I started out the episode going, no, it makes sense for Bill to go down this path, but I think you're right. Yeah. The only other thing, and Bill, I'm like totally. I know it's going to sound like a contradiction to myself, but I never thought Hoyt was infiltrating the um, the sort of hate group. I never thought that's something Hoyt would do because I didn't think it was in his character. Hmm. But infiltrating the authority is absolutely something Bill would do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I did think Bill that was possible. Move. I mean, I was thinking that one interesting thing would be when Bill and Eric kind of infiltrate and then take over. But now things are yeah. going a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. I guess Eric is going a different way, or maybe I, you know, honestly, it, nothing is for certain. It's not. Like they may not, but so I get let me what you're ask saying. you a question. Do you think that Salome put a little bit of Lilith's blood on her so that Bill would take it in, so he would have the hallucination, or maybe she's just 
a maybe dick. she's been juicing. Maybe she's been juicing. That's so what, I, that's that's what I was thinking. She, wasn't she the one who lets she? Because Nora says that at one point yeah. Salome brought me into this chamber and let me drink from the blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you think so, Salome's been juicing, and so it's in her bloodstream. And that's probably maybe why she's so dead fixed on the fact that Lilith is going to do the. You know that yeah. she's these the, the vessel of Lilith. Maybe she's also too far into the juice to know what the heck is up. Right. Which is kind of a fun parallel for the wolves being addicted to the V. You know because they everybody becomes blood and addicted to the blood and the blood is like metaphorically whatever ideology or whatever you're buying into Mm -hmm. that is outside of the realm of real world and leading you astray that's what the blood is where you lose yourself to something that isn't even ultimately real or healthy that's kind of awesome just like the vamps Uh, just like the vamps just like the wolves do to the vamps or even the people that get addicted to the yeah Yeah. down the chain down the food chain so basically that's kind of awesome i think you're right jc i think that he's he that makes a lot of sense he realized because also too you know what makes sense about that if she's been juicing in it's in her blood it would be diluted the way it's not as potent mm-hmm. in Suki's blood the fairy blood isn't as potent in Suki's blood so it would make him realize wait a minute why have I felt this before right, right. why have I felt this? well I hope that's the case because honestly like I was saying earlier like I, I maybe at some level I was like no Bill you can't possibly he broke the cardinal rule number 564 mm-hmm. of the bro code bros before hosting he just after all that time well, that number establishing one brohood, establishing brohood with Eric, he just was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're on your own, JoJo." And Eric was like, "What? All right, fangs that down. I'll stand down." What's that? Is Lilith the hoe? Well, Salome, I think, would be. Salome's yeah, the hoe. Salome would scenario. be the hoe in this one. Yeah. This portion of True Blood brought to you by BET. I will yeah. say this. I will say this. I think JC. That well played. I do. I do think you're right, and I do think this week especially, I was like, oh, that's fairy blood. That's totally fairy blood. It's some crazy fairy blood, mm-hmm. but fairy blood nonetheless. But I also do think that. Wait, what? I was going to say this supports your theory of who you think Lilith, Lilith is. is. I was okay. Great. Go ahead. Go ahead. This well, is your theory. Yeah, my theory is that Molly is Lilith. Now I know that it's becoming less and less likely, seemingly, that Molly is Lilith. But why does but she why keep she showing still, yeah. up? Right. I would why say you might still, be right. Except you know, absolutely. Why like, is she now still? Now she knows how to turn off no, cameras and she, stuff. Now she knows how to turn off cameras. She's in the mix. She, why mm-hmm. is Molly, this little tech girl, in the mix of like, oh, it's our main characters getting kidnapped? And Molly, the tech girl. Yeah. Like, it's like Bill and Eric are I, trying to get out, and who do they choose to help them? Molly, the Molly, little techie girl little that was going to give them a little app, what do you call it, iPhone app that exactly. kills them, the ice stake. Exactly. Now, I I really think that, okay, so the idea is like, well, if you're that powerful, how do you mask it? Because you're that powerful. Because you are the mother of all vampires. Of course you can mask it and, if you want to. And wouldn't that be ironic that Eric tells her, look, I'm a thousand years older than you are. Mm-hmm. Put your baby fangs away. Meanwhile, she's thinking, I'm pretty sure I'm the first one. So that would so make me good. your superior. Put your fangs away. But- no, wait. I'll, all right, I'm play acting. I'll suck it up. But also, just going along with what I think Alan Ball is sort of about, and he wants us to kind of like buy into, is like if you think about what a god figure would be, it wouldn't be what you. Mm-hmm. It, it wouldn't be the supermodel. You know what I mean? Not that supermodel couldn't be defined. Mm-hmm. I, I just mean in the sense that it's this ordinary girl who is not going to be about power and power hungry and flash and showing off your power and ego. She's mm-hmm. going to be above that because she is divine. And the things that are divine are not the things that they're assigning to divinity, which is bloodthirst, power grabs, ego. All of this is the opposite, in my opinion, of what is divine and divinity and holy. So where would you put it? You would put it in the least likely person yeah. to illustrate how wrong they are about everything. Remember, Those- they do everything with a purpose on the show. So right. just like yeah. that, that line you said about Eric to, to Molly, uh-huh. you're going to la- you know, look back at the, the and, season. And if if we're it. right, right, if we are, which we, 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 we're, we believe we may we be. Believe we, may we be. believe we may be. It's going to make sense at yeah. all. All fits now. And that would be the most interesting. I mean, generally speaking, the most interesting depictions of godhood on and film and television are always the ones that where the characters are people that are, create a very 
sympathetic, like George Burns, as a, like an old kind of, mm-hmm. you know, oh, cantankerous cigar smoking <laughs> god, or Morgan Freeman as the guy who just has a funny sense of humor, but honestly is just a mellow cat, just trying to do right. Like those kinds of things are the most interesting depictions, and it would be awesome to see Molly just kind of fall right in line with like, well, you know, I'm just a kind of little, just a goody two shoes girl, just trying to do the right thing. You, you know, why do I have to be this? Big, larger than life outlook. I, I can be an unsuspecting looking young girl. Yeah, and of course, the Napoleon Dynamite girl. So, of course, are you right. unassuming? <laughs> Absolutely, unassuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, so Molly for Lilith, we'll see. All right, any, any other thoughts with, before we move on to predictions, anything else stand out with the authority? One more thing. Yeah. Why did the fairies come? Why did Claude and the fairy bunch decide to visit <laughs> Suki? Claude and the, fu- the fairy bunch, not the funky bunch, but Claude and the fairy bunch decided to visit Suki with a cup of soup just to sit on her couch and say, oh, boy is coming. Because the fairies are about to take a lo- much larger role. Listen, if what we're saying is that that blood is fairy blood, then somebody's been ni- manipulating the vampires for a are they really going to, long time. Are and they it's going the fairies. To, okay. Are they going to Miyagi uh, Suki? Is oh, she about I to go through so. a wax on wax God, off process? I hope so. Wouldn't that be awesome? So yeah. she doesn't have to be like, you know, like sitting there Train with her powers. Yeah, with, with little powers that uh-huh. don't work when yeah. she needs them. Like, I need to break out of yeah. these bonds. Way I to think, go, fairy power. I certainly hope they're going to try and do that. I certainly hope they're going to try to do that. Yeah. I think a training montage I, is, in set, I, I is, is coming up. I, I would love to see a training montage. So she wasn't dreaming that tonight. Just no, 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 no. That, that, okay. that, that totally happened. And I think the fairies are about to take a bigger role in her life and in the show. Okay. So with that said let's move on to To predictions predictions. and now my creepy music who wants to go first who wants to go first i'll go first okay okay or do you want no okay this is the thing is that i think that you were on to something with roman being the vampire because and now he's ghosty vampire because that would make sense because roman's dead right Mm -hmm. however alternate if it's not that then this is the thing. And and again, I said this previously, so book spoiler alert. In the books, the fairies kill her parents. Mm-hmm. It's not her cousin fairies. It's not the fairies that she's related to. But it's the fairies that are at war with her cousin fairies. Okay? And so why did Claudine know the guy by name? Why, if he's so attracted to fairy blood, would he not immediately jump up and try and attack Claudine, who's an actual fairy and not a little piece of blood and a a band-aid of a half a fairy Mm -hmm. so that he couldn't control himself? I feel like either that was a fairy disguising himself, because remember, fairies are not what they seem a lot of the times, and they are shape-shifty, you know, and they can mask things. We see what we want. We see what what they want you to see. What they want want you to see exactly exactly and so i feel like that was either a fairy that's on the other fairy world team the one that that wanted because in the fairies he he what he wanted was the bad fairy was purity that's he was the same goal he wanted Mm -hmm. a pure fairy race and so anybody that was a half breed or halfling he wanted dead and he wanted the doors closed between earth and the fairy realms and that supports the fact that Suki could be inside of him when she saw the scenario because she can't be inside she can't be inside a vampire vampire. so I really honestly think it's a fairy that did it any predictions your mom what do you anything after Um, this episode well okay so this crept up in my mind right at the end of that episode and just bear with me because I'm trying to say this concisely and succinctly iDictionary what's up Um, and just plug your ears because you may not like this so I had I had this weird feeling that (laughs) That we have now seen Terry get rid of the Ifrit problem. We we still have this rumor that one of the cast members may not be returning. On top of that, Pam now has a new sheriff in town, which makes her pissed to all hell. Eric is in trouble. She's denied. They've they've sworn each other off, but she's still very connected and very missing connected to Eric and missing him. I have a feeling that oddly enough, Pam is going to go back and try to help Eric and possibly give her life in the process. No. It's predictions, hey? I don't know. It, it's just this weird inkling. It could, it could be completely out of nowhere. I have no no detective basis. I, I don't have any clues. That can, I don't know. I was like, what would I we do with that? I'm just saying. Okay. I judge. We, well, I was wow. say, we why, don't why judge, but you're, but you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't judge. I don't judge. I just sit here and eat Starburst and judge. <laughs> okay. I never I've, said I didn't. I'm totally JC, judging that. No way. I got a prediction. It's a yes. small one. Okay. Lay it on us. 
This is just a prediction, and it's and it, and for people that like uh, send us messages on iTunes and say we you know don't put spoilers and told this is not a spoiler. This I saw this at the end of the episode where they did a preview of the upcoming episodes. Uh-huh. I think I know who there's someone that dies, and that person is Jason Stackhouse. <gasps> I said it. Dun, 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 dun. Do we know anything about their contracts? No, but no, no, no. But you didn't not. let me finish. I'm not done yet. Okay. Wait. He's, there's more. Yes. But he, wait. He, he's but dead. Wait, there's more. more. Okay. He's dead, but he's not going away. Because they're, because they're, he's a zombie. No. Okay. Ooh, I like how he's plugged <laughs> it again. Not a zombie. No, but why? even worse. Even worse. Ghost. That's messed up. Vampire. A vampire. No, there's a scene. They made Terra vampire. Let me explain it. Okay. okay, when they were showing the preview, I freeze-framed it, because I, I told you I, I saw the second half of the East Coast feed. Uh-huh. And he's in, he's in a tomb being buried with Jessica. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're both I laying remember, together. I remember that image. And, and he's got two puncture wounds in his throat. Blood's coming out. Wait, did you freeze-frame on that? Did I, I did, confirm that? Yes, I did freeze-frame oh, on that. Oh, snap. And they're being buried. They're, they're putting dirt on, on both of them. And you know when like someone's when being... Like when you're t- a maker and a makey. Wow. So no, I, I hope not. I, I think it'll be great. Possibly. Think of Jason the Vampire, Sookie a fairy. A fairy. Fairy. A fairy. She's like a fairy. She's like a vampire and a fairy. What's that going to create for the upcoming rest of the season or for the rest of the series? All right. Well, and we'll the see. war we'll is see. coming. The war is coming. Everybody let us know what you think. Definitely, guys. That's it, guys. We're getting the hook. So, Yermon, where can they find you, buddy? Y'all can find me at uh, on Twitter at Yermonger Y-E-R-M-A-N-G-U-R and the lovely Raw you can find me at at J-R-O-T-H-C J-R-O-T-H-C nice and you can find me at the Everyday Man and you can find all of us at AfterBuzz TV so for Marissa Roth Yermon I'm JC see you next time guys bye, bye guys bye from Bing.com executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.